0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Coblenz is holding on. Cut Glory for Coblenz. But it is all hard style, Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Greenlight light on premier racing podcast and when we talk premier racing we talk launching pad at sandown park thursday night greyhound racing in melbourne town and this my friends is premier racing we've got the semis of the launching pad and the kickstart to the runway series the consolation effectively uh from the launching pad series of 2023 and you can just start to feel things falling into place and things starting to heat up with the the, the semis of the launching pad this week and I think Box Draws could play a key role to a a few of these particular races and it's going to be an intriguing night of of greyhound racing. So let's get straight into it. Run of the week. We're going to catch up with Jess Fothergill, owner of Blue Demon, in just a moment to chat about that runner who's drawn the red uh, in race number six, which is uh, semi-final number two of the launching pad. And the reason we mention that is he's a part of this race. He won last week, but the greyhound who ran second is the run of the week for mine, Starline Express. I think he did everything to suggest he can win the launching pad last week and eventually maybe... Down the track, he could go on to be a Melbourne Cup type of greyhound. That's how good I think the run of Starline Express was. Take a listen. Racing. Starline Express began very quickly from two is... To lead easily over Gary stunnon on the inside missile Danny out deep was Blue Demon carving over to second now cruise mode rails through on the move was Rachel's tears then came commander Tommy well back now Gary on and Roman blazer but Starline Express leads by three Blue Demon's eating into the margin clear then of cruise mode the leader was Starline Express but it's all out coming out of Blue Demon gets it Blue Demon over the top and an upset has beaten Express. Third it be was, last last was a third the <laughs> dead set last stride victory there. Dead set last stride victory for Blue Demon. But the sections 496, 1850, that is Fernando Bale And I've been saying that all week. He's the son of Fernando Bale Starline Express. Yes, he got tired. He went 1075, which is effectively what a maiden greyhound could run in, in a lot of races, maybe even quicker. Uh, But he's still gone 29.20s, and it's just because of that sheer speed. Now, you look at the head-on footage, the only knock is he went straight out to the middle. But the flip side to that is if he's coming out in 496, well, he can do what he wants. And if he draws the red and he does veer up the track a little bit like he did from box two... Um, in that race last Thursday, and as he does down the back straight, it's going to make it hard for any greyhound to get around him because as he starts to veer off, he's going to cause the rest of the field to to think twice about where they're going in the run to the first corner, and if he, if he gets that break on them and he can maybe sharpen up third, look, we saw him trial super first, look, second up, he's gone quicker uh, in a heat of the launching pad. If he gets that down to 29.10 and he's running 4.95, um, 18.50, 18.45 down the back in 29.10, I don't see how any dog's going to catch him. Like, he, he, he could be the next big thing in greyhound racing. So, I was taken by Starline Express. Thursday's
1: preview.
0: Well, oh, you wouldn't be surprised if Starline Express is one of my better bets of the meeting. I've got two of them, so let's rip into this program. Race one, uh, sports bet final, mix six and seven final over the five one five. I like the Red Pirate Kingsley, David Burke. He's a good fella, a mate of mine, and I think he's going to prepare this greyhound to win three city races in a row. He, he won that final at the Meadows, which was a metropolitan. He then went to the uh, Sunday meet, won a heat of this particular race and I think he's drawn to win the finals so he could uh, he could land two mixed six and seven finals uh, in his uh, first handful of wins, so I'm with number one pirate Kingsley. Race two, one of my best bets of the night. Race two, number one Magic Muff, and I just think she's going to explode from box one. Um, she's one that can run those Starline Express type sections, and maybe if she's, if anything, she's a little bit stronger than he is. So, uh, in the Runway series, I think she can win the the whole Runway series. Race two, number one. Race three, a few scratchings here already. I'm um, with number one Big Energy. I think the scratchings are going to suit him. He's just going to get room to move, and he just had no luck last week. Race four. Well, huge question marks on Extreme Force. He he raced greenly last week, and you look through his form, he's done it a few times where he's he's, uh, done a couple of things wrong, but... He trialled satisfactorily in 23.50 at Bendigo, so it shows his class. You couldn't tip him, though, just based on what he can do. Um, so I'm with Transponder, but a huge watch on just what Extreme Force does in this race because he's as fast as any greyhound in the nation. Race five, my best bet of the night is Starline Express. I'm backing up again. Even though we tipped him as the best last week and he got ran down... Um, Lost no admiration for the dog. He did everything that I would have hoped he would have done and maybe even more. Um, Blue Demon just got the right run to second and he's an almighty strong chase at a running down. So my best for the night is race five, number four, as well as race two, number one, Magic Muffin. Race 6, uh, Blue Demon's a massive, massive hope. I'm just not convinced the Red's going to be his go, but if he can punch up, he's going to be an enormous chance the way he finished off last week. I'm leaning to Trappeteers. I think he's got the pace to cross and lead, and if he can do that, run that 29-17 he did recently, uh, he shall not be for catching. Race seven, launching pad semi-final number three. I'm going with number two, Meteor Manelli. Just like the speed he brings, I think he can come across and lead. There's definitely some depth in this. Cruise mode, uh, down the bottom, make no promise from box six. The draw's just really, really hard for that chaser, but he's got the motor to be competitive. Race eight, I'm with two, Al's Entity was just picking them off one by one last week. It was an enormous run, and I think he's drawn a very, very winna- winnable uh, semi-final. So I'm with him, race eight, number two two. Race number nine stays over the 7.15. I'm tipping seven golden ratio. Good win down at the goal a couple of starts ago. Thought he was a huge, uh, huge chance to win that race. He was good odds. Ran down to Delmo Bale, which you would have expected. Um, and I think in this race, he, he can get a decent run, and we saw him hit the line well uh, and qualify for that group race at the Meadows recently. So the form OK is marked $16 in the form, God. Not sure we'll get that, but, um, yeah, I think he'll he'll run OK. Race 10, I like 2 Umberto. He, he did us good at the Meadows last week, so there's no reason to jump off here. He's drawn better. Um, I think he's a serious type. So race 10, number 2. Race 11, this is an enormous mix 4 and 5, only 6 in it. You've got Lakeview Patsy, Adelmo Bell, Jackpot Joan, Electro Rhino. They the massive names in a, in a race like this. I'm with uh, number four, Jackpot Joan. Led up in that 650, ran down by great guy at ship, but the run was good. And race 12, the last, I'm going with Trending Yale, number five. Hunters punting Righty, punters, punting club. Alrighty, punters, punting club sign. Well, I'm going to have 20 each way, race five, number four, Starline Express. I do worry... Whoever loves second is a big chance of running Starline Express down. But let's face it, um, if he can go 495, 1850, 2915, and he gets beat, I'll cop it on the chin. So race five, number four, uh, Starline Express, and race two, number one, Magic Muffin, I'll have 10 bucks a win on. So 20 each way, race five, number four, uh, race two, number one, $10. The winner's a little bit of a cover there for uh, the Magic Muffin. Gamble responsibly. Gamble help, 1-800-858-858. I think I'll put the right amount of 858s eight in there anyway. Inside Info. Well, the Inside Info segment, an important one ahead of Sandown Park Thursday night, semi-finals of the launching pad, round number two. And I've looked a little bit outside of the square uh, and not just found a trainer, but this time an owner who I think would be eagerly awaiting Thursday night's racing at Sandown Park. And I speak of Jess Fothergill, who, along with her partner, who I've got no idea how to say his last name, I think it's Colin or something like that. We might be able to get that Koli. sorted here. Hello, Jess.
1: G'day, how you going?
0: Collie <laughs> Well, I, I never would have guessed that. I've always called him uh, Clint from Wagga. I think's what I go yeah, with. Easy. But um, <laughs> uh, your involvement in the sport, as we welcome you to the podcast for the first time, even though you're a you're a New South Wales girl, now we're still sort of claiming you as a Victorian. Tell us a little bit about your involvement in the sport.
1: Yeah, no, I'm um, born into the dogs. My dad, my dad's always had a few dogs here and there, and um, growing up, I always wanted to train dogs, and that's all I wanted to kind of do. So, I know when I was about 17, I just started doing the dogs like well, i was always catching them and that but got me trainer's license and that and yeah been doing them ever since but yeah keeps me busy and breed. now we're breeding a few and doing doing everything
0: <laughs> you've made the move up to uh to Wagga. Uh, we're just chatting off air before we hit record just a moment ago uh and you're saying you moved up there there four years ago how have you found yep. the, the move up to to southern new south wales there
1: yeah no it's been good it's um the racing's um, grown heaps since then, like the prize money increase and just gotten heaps huge. Everyone's welcoming, welcoming up there, like a um, great bunch of people. And, um, yeah, now the racing's just thriving up there now compared to what it was when we moved up there.
0: <laughs> and you said a moment ago uh, you first got involved sort of catching, doing things like that. Can you remember the first yep. time you trained a Greyhound and produced a winner?
1: Yeah, well, I did uh unofficially when I was 14. Um, my dad actually had a dog. Patchy Spurry was, and my uncle, and... He was broken down, and he was um, he was just out in the paddock, and I I begged him and asked him if I could have him, and you know they let me have a crack at him, and he won first up I chucked him at the shepherd, and actually I actually it was this bad, I nominated him for the cup heats anyway, that he got a run in the grade five, thank God, because he came out and he won, and my dad was embarrassed <laughs> on the way to the races because I hadn't trialled him or nothing, i would just been working him really hard in the runs, anyway. You know, he was my first winner, and then um, yeah when I was 18 I got my trainer's licence so mm. um, yeah my first winner then when I got
0: my trainer's licence I think was Mr Chow <laughs> yeah nice and and, and yeah. that first win obviously gets you hooked and we look oh, back buddy. a couple of years down the track now and you've got a greyhound by the name of Blue Demon just wanting to yep. chat a little bit about him he, he ran down the greyhound that I'm tipping to actually be the runner to beat in the launching pad at, uh, Starline yep. Express that would have to give you a little bit of confidence uh, before, yeah. we get to, before we get to last week Jess I just want to chat about the greyhound himself because you you originally yep. trained him uh, with your partner up there, Clint from Wagga, um, yep. <laughs> and, you, and you started racing down at Hillsville. Now that that in itself is a, is a monstrous effort. He showed enormous ability. I think he won he won his uh, his second, third, and fourth race start, and one of those being at the Meadows. The other victories up at Hillsville, and obviously on you guys, it would have been a, a big job to keep going back and forth um, from from near Wagga right down to Melbourne to race this boy. Is is that sort of the reason why you thought? You know, it would obviously have been a, a tough decision to have, have sent him down to be trained in Victoria by Brooke and Jamie Ennis, but on the other side, a, a decision that you almost had to make, in a way?
1: Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, you yeah, know, he broke in. He broke in sensational. Um, a couple in the litter did, but he was just kept showing improvement and whatnot. So we took him down the hills with all the pups and trialled him up. Well, Clint actually went down and did all the miles. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, he kept showing kept showing it in his trials and that. So we started him off there and then... um. Yeah, Clint. Clint picked all the races out for him and showed him up down there. And then we um uh, yeah had a crack at the meadows. And um, he was saying, Clint's friend was saying that uh, Aaron, that the piss, I can't say his last name anyway, <laughs> um, that Jamie was actually like the dog was interested in buying them or something. I said, Clint, no, he's not for sale. You know, you, don't, you think he's going to be a good dog. You don't know, get dogs like this, anyway. And, I knew Jamie well because I actually gave him a pug, <laughs> and um, a few years ago, anyway, I I messaged Jamie and I said, "Oh, you want to have a crack at training him, you know?" And um, yeah, so we thought, you know, it's best to send him to Melbourne because we don't have the time to go down there week in, week out. You know, with a young fella and that, it's gotten a bit hectic. So um, yeah, that was the call to send him down there, and yeah, they've done a great job with him, and yeah, they love their dogs and. Yeah,
0: we wrapped <laughs> do you Do you pinch yourself when you go through? And you know, he obviously had six wins coming into the launching pad, so he just scrapes in being a one-to-six-win series. He goes around at 12-to-one at in a heat from an awkward draw in seven, which in a way sort of suits this boy when he gets a little bit of room yeah. to move. But did, did it surprise you at all with just how well he went to go 29-25 running down Starline Express? Or you always, I guess, knew his ability and what he was capable of doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, well... um. Clint had big hopes of him, um, and Jamie said to me about a month ago when we spoke about the launching pad that he reckons you'd get him the under twenty nine twenty dog, like hadn't reached his peak yet. So, um, the boy, the boys had a lot of faith in him, and I was a bit like, you know, oh, <laughs> just just riding along. Um, but yeah, no, I thought when when he drew box seven, we all were pretty rough with that because we thought, you know, that's how we could get into the race. Just out wide, he likes to kind of scoot around, and yeah, and when when Starline Express and fun, I thought, oh, I'm gonna Run him down or and but knew he's a little bit. Oh, he, he's a good dog, but. His last bit's his hardest, that dog. But I don't, I don't think the dog fell in hell. I think um, Demon was strong, mm. you know. But um, we had, the funny thing is we actually um kicked that dog out for the owner of that dog and we actually did a bit of a round for that dog. But um, yeah, things went other ways and he went up to Queensland. But, yeah, we had that dog early door, so that was funny.
0: Oh, Starline Express.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had him early door. Oh, so would have <laughs> for been a only bit, for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah,
0: a little bit sweeter running uh, Running him down in the last few strides. What about What about Box 1 this week? Do you... Do you get excited by the draw when you do you sit there and watch the box draws when they come out yeah, on TV? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we did. I was half falling asleep actually. But yeah, no, we started up watching it. Um yeah, I, I I personally thought one seven or eight. Um yeah, yeah Clint thought the same, but he's he studied the form up and he, he reckoned he's gonna get a not a bad run. So I guess whatever happens that first bit going into that corner, hopefully we'll get a little bit of room early and hope. but um, that number two dog, the Trappeteers, I think it is a i got gonna model up, but mm. um, yeah, it's a handy up-and-coming young dog. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's great racing though. That's what it's all about, having a crack yeah. at the the big time, isn't it? Fifteen thousand to the winner of the semis, and and who knows uh, for next week with the the rich final of the launching pad. So good luck with everything with the uh, the big blue demon. What's uh what's news up in uh, in Wagga anyway? There seems to be. I, I tell you now, there's a bit of success of trainers from Wagga. Coming yeah, down to is. Victoria, we saw Jackie strut just about win every group one on the, the card, and now you guys having a crack, and a genuine crack, I think, at the launching pad. The watchdog have marked you $2.80, um, expected to, to be hard to beat. So there's something in the water up there at Wagga, I'm sensing.
1: Yeah, uh, I think so too.
0: And, and the old Tigalong Chunky was a handy dog from Wagga. Yeah, there, there's been a few. ways. Eh? is there any any property for sale in Wagga? I might have to move up there because I can't get a winner. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: you get plenty of winners,
0: come on. <laughs> no, nah, we'll keep on. We'll keep on trying. What's the What's the dream for uh, for you and uh, Clint uh, moving forward in the the name of Greyhound Racing? Do you Do you have certain races that you'd love to win? A, a hometown cup like the Wagga Cup, or is there any other type of race you'd love to get your hands on over the years?
1: Oh. I would have have probably a go at the Easter
0: egg or the Melbourne Cup but that's a long way. Up. <laughs> you never know. You've got to you've got to <laughs> yeah, you you've got to have a throw at the stumps. Good luck with everything, Jess. Thanks so much for uh for jumping on and having a bit of a yarn about Blue Demon and we wish you well with uh, the launching pad semis. Who knows what can happen tomorrow night and this time next week you could be lining up in a in a massive feature race. So good luck with all that. Thanks
1: James.
0: Well, that's all for this episode of the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Great to have a chat with uh, former Victorian, now Southern New South Welsh lady, uh, <laughs> Jess Fothergill. It's been uh, it's been good fun as it always is. Podcast for Saturday night will be dropping Thursday, so keep an eye out for that. Until then, punters, as always, good luck with the launching pad. Uh, big big night of racing at the Meadows Saturday, but big night at Sandown to start off with on Thursday night. So good luck and happy funning. We'll chat to you soon.